0: The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Here is an email I received from a 17-year-old boy who's living in Jordan. It's a very short email. Uh, see what you think of this. Made me sad to read this. Hello, I have a problem. I have a fear of strange people and thieves. It's a picture of what his might, life might be like. And people seem angry or, or huge. And I also fear fighting the enemies. Sometimes I think I'm still too young to fight. Please tell me what the solution for that problem is. Regards, and his name is Ead. I can't see his last, I won't even try his last name, but he's 17 years old. And that made me very sad to hear because I think he's trapped In a situation in the mid east where he's going to have to fight, he may not. He's just trying to get a handle on the world, and his moral compass may be all over the map. You know, he may be told things that he has to do things out of duty. Well, try fighting a war out of duty. He's a scared kid. He's not a mature kid who understands why he's fighting, if you live in a world where there are thieves around, where you have to fight enemies, where there are enemies on on different borders, and you don't even know why you're fighting, it's a scary world to live in. And then you need a lifeline. You need to know that some rational people exist somewhere in the world. And you can get that through reading good literature sometimes, and I don't mean junk literature. uh, My favorite book Atlas shrugged. It turned my life around. I. My uh, actually the works of Ayn Rand, A Y N R A N D, totally turned my life around because I learned how to have a life for myself and how to hold on during difficult times to that knowledge that good people exist somewhere in the world. In in my case, they're much closer to me. You you may have some good friends and you want to hold on to those memories, but good people exist someplace in the world, and that it's and the goodness and your own soul is there and think of things that you love things that you enjoy in life and I don't care on what scale uh, whether it's sports and if you can't play them just even thinking about them or watching them on the internet if you have access to the internet Or if it's a subject such as math or something, enjoy it. As long as it's a rational activity, it won't hurt you. If you love drinking, well, I won't tell you to go out and enjoy that. Um, You do need clear thinking skills. You can go to my website, drkenner.com, and maybe if you you have a good command of English, you could read the book, The Fountainhead or um, Atlas Shrugged, and it may help. Reorient you. Um, if you think that's too much to too much to do, you could read some of the psychology books, such as Mind Over Mood, that may help you. Although, if the reality around you is that you're trapped in a situation that's not very um, healthy psychologically then you still need to r- maintain your optimism hold on to your values because nobody can take away what you think about in your the privacy of your own mind and if you can think about the things you love it helps you hold a lifeline it helps you hold on to your own uh, uh, core core self and build on that too. Think of what can I add to those thoughts, That what hobbies or what can I do that can bring more joy to my life, even if it's growing a garden if you enjoy that. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist and I take your calls and questions on any problems that you're having. It could be at work, it could be with your kids, it could be maybe you have to go through an operation and you're nervous about that and don't know how to cope with the stress of that. Uh, maybe a loved one is ailing and you don't know how to deal with that. And we can talk about good things too, but typically people don't call a psychologist when they are experiencing very good things in life. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner again. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. You can pick up the phone and give me a call. Toll free one 877 doctor Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, The Serious Romance Guidebook, by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Here are a few more assertiveness tips that may help you express yourself more effectively. One, pause to let your partner digest what you have said. Give your partner time to think, ask questions, and respond. Do not demand that your partner give you an answer or an apology right then and there. Two, share the airtime. It's not fair to sit down to dinner and expect your partner to listen to your complaints and concerns nonstop for an hour. Remember that both listening and assertiveness should be used by both partners, nor is your partner your therapist. If you feel desperately overburdened with problems, seek professional counseling.